Jeff and John Kay are gonna podcast today. It's gonna be lots of fun, and now our theme song is done. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. How we doing? To, an, to another episode of Is It Good with Jeff and John. This is this is our Halloween episode. Ooh. Oh, spooky. This is going to go out in time for Halloween, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's Ooh. just around the corner. That's, yeah, that's a, it's at the end of November, right? Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, we're reviewing it's... a scary movie this time. John, do you want to introduce our movie? To be completely honest to all our viewers, no. I don't want to introduce this film. Alright. But this is a pretty good one. Okay, so we're gonna go into this. Um before we start this recording, Jeff chose this movie. I so sure did. for anyone listening, mom, dad, this is all on Jeff. <laughs> Alright, today we're reviewing uh 2019 horror film. Um called in the tall grass i know what you're thinking can grass really grow that tall the answer apparently yes yeah it is you should watch this movie so should you if you all right i'm sorry you should look at a poster to see how do like do we do a spoiler warning i mean mean, well okay we're reviewing obviously we're gonna get into spoilers we're gonna talk about the whole thing i mean should you watch this movie in general i no. like are you asking me because i'm asking you no please don't listen to this maybe you can make your own decisions just listen to us first and then you can decide yeah so fun fact this is actually a novella what's a novella it's like a mini novel. short. All right, book. this is a novella by Stephen King, actually, and Joe Hill. So nice. no wonder it was so good. Yeah, you'd hear that and you think it'd be really good, but then you watch this and you're like, uh. Oh. Well, well, we'll get into that at the end. So anyway, we start off strong. We have our two. <laughs> well, our two main characters. It's not really clear what their relationship is at this point. But their names are Becky and Cal. And Becky is six months pregnant. And the first thing of note that stuck out about this movie is they're having a conversation. So Becky's like, well, she's pregnant, obviously, so she's dealing with that. And she has a conversation with Cal about this. And <laughs> he says... <laughs> There's just one point in the conversation where Becky says, what do you know about women's bodies? And Cal says, not enough. (laughs) And gives an awkward laugh. And then there's just silence. Uh. And that's our first on-screen death. (laughs) (laughs) We we then find out after this that they're brother and sister. Please, I don't know please. How, I don't know how that reflects on the previous conversation, but man. All right, so they're brother and sister, and I think that's the most important thing to keep in mind during this movie. Yeah, they're definitely brother and they're sister. They're definitely and brother and sister. Crucial. So, so they what? Their car? Or she? She wants them to stop because she's going to throw up. Right? Yeah. So she gets out of her car and right next. They stop at a church. Yeah. 
And right next to the church is, I guess, the antagonist of the movie, Tall Grass. Yep, just big, tall grass, just a whole field. But, like, really tall. How tall do you think it is? I don't know, like eight feet. Mm. What do you think? I don't know, maybe eight feet. Eight feet doesn't seem that tall, now that I play it aloud. But... Um, it was somewhat, somewhat tall grass, I think we can agree. Yeah. So as Becky's, like, throwing up or whatever, I kind of forget, they hear a voice, and it's a small child calling for help from the grass field. And obviously, we know that this is a horror movie, so we know that that's probably actually, like, a demon or something. But, like, real talk, would that work on you? I mean, if I know it was a horror film and I heard a relatively young child yelling, would I I would probably yell and be like, follow my voice. I wouldn't go into the tall field, sorry kids, but That would I I'll be honest, that would probably work on me. No. It's I think it's simple yet effective. No. I would just if that is some sort of demon. Just Yeah. The child then elaborates that he's been stuck in there for days, at which point we're thinking, <laughs> oh it, boy. This is a this dumb is child. A, this, this is a particularly <laughs> stupid child. So so they decide to go into the field to yeah. find said child. I did. I, I marked it in my notes. Seven minutes in, they're in the grass. So if you... I mean, if you're watching this movie for the grass, it does not disappoint. Yep. They're, they get right in Jumps there. Jumps right into it. So, And it looks like realistic grass. Looks like the real thing. They're really, yeah. Genuine, genuine grass, and they're in there. And you might just... But, good. So they quick they immediately decide to separate <laughs> essentially because they go in separately and then just don't really like wait for each other so they're just kind of wandering around alone which is just good decision making if you're them but not really then so they quickly realize that they're dumb and they got separated from each other so they decide that they're going to jump up as high as they can and like raise their arms above their head. So they do it once and see each other and they're I mean they got to be like what 10 feet away yeah, from each other. Yeah, close. When they like they're so close, they don't need to jump a second time. They're literally right there, but they decide, "Hey, like let's <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's do it jump again. again just to be sure," which like they would only do if they were horror movie characters and they wanted to set up a scare. So they jump again and now they're like 50 feet away, which I'll be honest. If you're in a movie where the villain is tall grass, <laughs> that is about the scariest you can get. That, <laughs> that is the scariest scene you can ask for. No. They're farther away than they were a second ago. Yeah. This would scare me. I feel like, out of horror villains this tall grass is a little creepy for that reason yeah i mean well cal finds a dead dog so that is obviously rough yeah (laughs) (laughs) see what you did there they always say if you want to make an antagonist look bad 
make it hurt a dog. So it makes the antagonist of this effective. Yeah, it really does take things a notch up. Then yeah. it's like very quickly nighttime. So they really are just not good at the whole not being stuck in tall grass thing. But they managed to find... Okay, so the kid's name is Tobin. They managed to find Tobin's dad, who I think we can agree is very normal. Yeah, he's just a chill guy. Just a cool guy. Yeah. Surely nothing bad will happen related to his character. No, no. He's one of those characters you see him and you're like, all right, he talks in a weird way. He's dressed a little creepily. But yeah, this isn't a weird movie at all. He has to be cool. Well, at this point, I was like, well, maybe Tobin isn't a demon child. Maybe he is legitimately a stupid child who got caught in tall grass. Yeah. But, so Becky finds Tobin. Tobin's dad. Cal finds Tobin. Tobin says Becky's going to die, which is aggressive. <laughs> I think we can agree. Tobin also makes the remark about how the grass will move stuff around but it won't mi- it won't move dead things so <laughs> yeah tobin's a master of the tall grass i guess yeah he's like the rock oh he says like the rock can teach you to hear the tall grass or something he also says he found becky things just immediately get weird in this movie uh, yeah it gets really weird really quickly also this movie's very dark and i don't mean like tonally it's dark i mean like visibly it's dark and like the camera is moving around to things and i'm like i don't know what that is like i my brightness was all the way up for this movie and i couldn't make out some of what they were looking at and i think i was supposed to be able to see that stuff but i just wasn't able to I don't know. Here's the thing. 80% of the film is just grass, so you're not missing much. Yeah, I just have to, you just have to assume anytime you can't make out what something is, it's just grass. Yeah, exactly. Well, or a rock, because Tobin takes Cal to a rock, and he's like, touch the rock. And I think, I mean, we're all just waiting for something to actually happen in this movie, so we're all kind of waiting for Cal to touch the rock. He doesn't touch the rock, though, because he hears Becky screaming. He's like, I gotta go. I gotta go check that out. Yeah. And then he's a. I think he's attacked by something. But we don't really see what. Yeah, he just kind of runs towards Becky. He's attacked by something. Who's to say what? It doesn't really matter because at this point, we meet our protagonist our hero our true hero travis what a guy tell me about travis jeff i mean you hear a name like that and you're already like obviously he's the hero that we need and also obviously he has long hair yeah great long hair (laughs) obviously he hasn't shaved recently and he kind of has long messy hair his name is travis after all yeah great guy finally we have somebody to root for in this movie he shows up to the church. It's called the Church of the Black Rock of the Redeemer, which could have been shortened, but wasn't. But he finds Becky and Cal's car, but there's dust on it. And there's no one as near. If, as if time has passed. But, I mean, come on. You know he's going to go into the tall grass. Yeah. 
Yeah. So he just he just gets right on in there. Goes right in. Except he tie so he takes some of the grass and kind of like ties it into a knot, which honestly is great situational awareness that none of the other characters showed. But you know it doesn't matter because the tall grass is evil. I think, right? <laughs> it's evil, or is it good? I don't know. It's... I don't know if we're aware at this point. Well, but... you, I mean, you know it's not going to work, but you you appreciate the effort. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So he goes into the tall grass, and you're kind of like, all right, well, you're in there now. He does see at one point the sun kind of disappears and then reappears behind him. That was kind of fun, I think. Yeah, Tobin just keeps... Tobin's just in and out this entire movie. The sun, he's just reappearing, disappearing. So, do we do we mention the status of Travis and what his... Oh, no, he didn't. So, you might be wondering, why is Travis looking for Becky? Well, spoiler coming ahead, but he's actually the father of Becky's child. Who would have guessed? Probably yeah. a lot. <laughs> they did imply that he's, well, he's the father of Becky's child. He also is not in the picture. He's kind of her ex because he wasn't ready to be a father that probably was important information. Yeah. But so now he's there. He's trying to find out where they are. He's going through this creepy grass. He finds Tobin, who's like, we know each other, which no, they don't. <laughs> but Tobin seems to think they do. And Tobin's like, oh, I'll take you to Becky. And he takes him to Becky's dead body. Uh, maybe she died of a broken heart i don't think she did i think it was the grass well i love how tobin one of those two things i love how tobin like can find out every like he can find her in this grass he can find like his dead dog in the grass but he can't get out of the bloody grass it's really yeah is tobin an innocent child is he like part of the grass it's just hard to tell you know how kids are in horror movies yeah they're it's frustrating yeah so now travis is so tobin disappears and then travis is calling out for tobin but then outside of the grass, now Tobin is first showing up with his parents. And because there's time travel. So I think it's like it does like a jump back flashback time wise. But so, you hear Travis's voice. Make well, it with you, Will. <laughs> so <laughs> we see Tobin's family before they go into the tall grass. It's him and his mom and his dad and, and their his dog. dog Freddy. And the dog runs into the tall grass. Tobin chases after him. Tobin's mom chases after him. Tobin's dad chases after her. So now they're all in the tall grass. And it's implied that maybe Travis was calling for them. And that's what got Tobin. I... Who's it's, to say? It's weird. More of the story is everyone is in the grass at this point. Yeah. And then we see Becky and Cal again. 
live. And yeah, so I guess Becky's not dead in a way, but but Travis finds her and I hopefully realizes that he needs to treasure the time that he has with her because oh man, she is not gonna last for long, apparently, considering he found her dead body. But now she's alive. Maybe the grass is good. Maybe it's bringing people back. Maybe it's it's hard to tell, I would say. What is the grass's motivation? <sighs> um, That's also a tough one. All right, let's think about it, and at the end we'll talk about what we think. I do have in my notes, I designated that at this point in the movie, there is some cool stuff going on, but ultimately this is a movie about people wandering through a grass field for an hour and a half, which I think is a fair point. They are just kind of in the grass and maybe there's time travel happening, but I mean, the movie's called In the Tall Grass, so if that's what you want, you got it yeah congratulations i didn't mark at this point but i think it's important to note at this point that this is also where it gets really really weird kind of gross and then just downright debatably inappropriate well i think we'll see about (laughs) (laughs) just i just want to warn people so You'll know. You'll know what we mean if you continue to listen. But Yeah, you'll know because we'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, we got to tackle it head on, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Essentially, Travis finds Becky and Cal and is like, you guys have been missing for two months. Ooh. Oh, but it's only seen like days. For some yep. reason. Meanwhile, Tobin's dad, Ross, yeah. is his name, played by Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson finds the rock. We mentioned that earlier. There's a giant rock. That's kind of all we know, but he finds it. It's just giant. Yeah, so Ross leads them to this giant rock, right? Did that? right well first okay so becky cal tobin and travis all find each other yeah and then they get a call from a crying woman who sounds like becky on becky's phone oh yeah so becky gets a call from becky and she's crying kind of hard to tell what she's talking about so they just kind of keep going and then becky collapses because she's like bleeding yeah and then so she passes out and ross patrick wilson shows up immediately starts doing cpr which i made a note of this because i was like shouldn't you check if she's breathing first (laughs) if her heart is beating i don't know if you just immediately are like somebody is on the ground I will do CPR. We'll do now. CPR and hope. You I can't... don't know. Is that does that work for heat stroke? I don't know. But he has Which to I do. I think is what you would assume. Well, you have to 
run into the situation and do the whole the situation is clear and i did not see him do safe. that the scene is safe yeah he didn't make sure the scene was safe he there did was not do that. everywhere yeah he didn't know what's going on so but that kind of works i guess so he's like don't worry i found a way out i'll take you guys there except he takes them to the rock which is not played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I would. That would be phenomenal. That would make this movie so much better. Would have been great, great method acting, I think. <laughs> True. But he takes him to the rock. I mean, it's literally a rock. It's kind of hard to tell what's going on there. Yeah. Finally, so. Patrick Wilson's wife shows up. Well, he's first, like, touched the rock. He's like, all you need to do is touch the rock. and Oh, yeah, he tries to get them to touch the rock. Which, like, I know if I was there, I would immediately touch it because it's a rock. Yeah, you've been around so much grass. I think it would just be comforting to be able to touch a rock. Yeah. Or I, I think we can all agree. Climb the rock. But so. Patrick Wilson's wife shows up and says, don't touch the rock. And she's and like, says that he's a liar right he's, yeah she's like he's Don't. he's dangerous and they're all like why why and she's like he's completely dangerous but does he doesn't do anything that makes him dangerous does he uh at this point he hasn't done anything bad but then he, he just took them to the rock yeah but except the wife was like i saw becky's dead body and patrick wilson like killed her or whatever right he said some something about patrick wilson was gonna hurt her i mean he didn't do anything dangerous but then when natalie said he was dangerous he immediately went and killed her so whoa well that's a little dangerous what happened was first patrick wilson really tries to get them to to touch the rock and he's being really weird and travis starts to fight him no one helps by the way so patrick wilson destroys travis breaks his arm again nobody helps (laughs) i just need to clarify that like i know becky's pregnant natalie and cal could have helped they didn't so patrick wilson just beats up travis then (laughs) oh my god his wife natalie gets in on the action Patrick Wilson (laughs) grabs her head and crushes it between his hands. To say that he murdered her is putting it a little lightly, I think. See, I wasn't really looking at that part. Because he crushes his wife's head with his hands. Again, no one tried to help her. Which I guess once you see that, you're kind of like, we got to get out of here. Well, needless to say, he just kind of proved Natalie's point that he is dangerous. True. But. So he's maybe the antagonist at this point in the movie. Unless the, the rock is because he touched the rock. Yeah, he's like, the rock is. The rock showed the truth, and the rock 
is the way out, but also he doesn't want to leave now. Which, why? Basically, I mean, Becky, Cal, and Travis, and Tobin are like, let's not hang around this guy anymore. So they just kind of run away, and they find a building. And good thing they found this building to stay in. The building's also in the tall grass, obviously. (laughs) And they decide... I, I mean, I it's honestly shocking how little the characters seem to react to the fact that they saw somebody crush somebody else's head with their bare hands. Yeah. They get to the building and basically decide... Well, Cal basically decides that now is the time to argue about how Travis abandoned Becky when she got pregnant. I think that's something that has to be Callan's what what Cal's point is throughout this movie, I guess. Can you elaborate on that? Do you want to elaborate on it? All right, <laughs> during every session, like our past 5 sessions, Jeff, what is the question you've asked with Mrs. Darbus and Coach Bolton? I just, I like to kind of suss out the secret romances that might be present. Unfortunately, there seems to be some kind of weird romance fling between the siblings, Becky and Cal. Uh, I don't think Becky Becky was a part of this. (laughs) Yeah. But Cal was being, you say it, I don't know how to say this. Well, there comes that time in a movie where you realize that one of the main characters has incestuous feelings for the other main character who's also his sister. It could happen in any movie it's just a part of cinema i think as i think john can agree we saw it in high school musical i'm pretty sure so cal (laughs) cal this this is the point where you're like oh cal like loves becky and it's it's just weird how the movie does it because it's it's clear but they kind of don't outright say it but obviously that's what's going on you'll start watching the movie from the beginning like i started watching the movie from the beginning and they're driving in the car and i was like is that is that something and i'm like no john you're being weird and then throughout the movie Things kept being said, or like actions kept occurring, and like the clear antagonism between Cal and our hero Travis, up until the point where it's very evident that X plus Y equals Z or whatever. It does give new meaning to that earlier scene where Cal and Becky are talking, and she says, like, 
what do you know about women's bodies? And he oh says, not enough. And at the time, I legitimately thought that they were like husband and wife. And I was like, that's a weird thing for a wife to say to her <laughs> husband. <laughs> well, she's pregnant, no less. And then it was like, oh, they're siblings. Like, that's weird. And then it's still weird. Don't get me wrong. But then you just the internal logic, I guess, makes more sense. It's does it. That's that's where we're at as a movie. They decide that after watching this woman again, after right after watching somebody head. literally get their head crushed, nobody decides to like maybe talk to Tobin and like see how he's dealing with the whole like my dad crushed my mom's head with his bare hands thing. They decide this is the time for Cal and Travis to argue about who's a better boyfriend to Becky, I guess. <laughs> Probably Travis, because... They don't, they don't check in on Tobin's well-being. Yeah. So Cal and Travis go up to the roof. I don't really remember why. I think they, they just went kind of... just to see where land is. Like how they could get out of the grass. That makes sense. So they go up to the roof. Travis decides to go to the edge of the roof. They're on the second floor. So he kind of trips and he's like well, just first, grabbing on to the edge. What are you going to say? No, go ahead. So Travis is like grabbing onto the edge and he's like, Cal, like, help, help me, I guess. And Cal's like, long live the king and let's travis fall and he does like a lion roar yeah which i guess he travis is like dead it was only the second floor i kind of thought at that point that travis was dead it's It's, like okay but we know our hero travis is not gonna die like that yeah thank goodness cal and becky and tobin are running away becky's like wait travis? so and cal's like oh, i'll catch up so before he falls off when they're on the roof this is where it gets we decide to add a little confusion in this pretty straightforward movie um they travis they notice the dog and the dog's just kind of wandering around and then he just kind of walks behind like a pole or something and disappears and they're like oh that's a that's a hole that can get us out of here so they're like that's that's it so that's where they all decide to go but they they stop and they're like we have to or becky is like we have to wait for travis which at this point it's like that is a tough spot like how do you kind of casually imply to your sibling that you're in love with that her ex-boyfriend who she's still in love with is dead because you killed him (laughs) and it's i mean we can all relate it's that classic situation how do you how do you navigate something like that you don't it's a tough one it's i think we can agree it's not it's fairly tough. God, I hope no one listens to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I really anyway, hope so. 
we don't have to <laughs> contemplate that situation for too long because Becky's like, well, I'm going to wait for Travis. And Kel is like, I'm going to get out of here. Except it, our boy, who is honestly maybe looking like a protagonist at this point, Patty W., <laughs> Patty Wilson, attacks Cal as he's running and just murders him. Straight it up murders doesn't, him. Doesn't waste any time, just strangles him. Cal, as he's on the ground being murdered, looks to the side and Cal sees many replicas of his own dead body. Which, of course, can you add your insight onto what that means? Like being eaten by the grass? Yeah. Well, he slowly like like, shows like him becoming more and more like a scarecrow. But there's like multiple cows. Yeah. And so he got murdered like multiple times, maybe. I was thinking more along the lines of. Oh, wait. I'm gonna be honest, I am, after a certain point, I stopped looking super into meaning with this movie, but that makes a lot of sense. There are a bunch of cows, and they all got killed by Patty W., I think, maybe, is possibly what happened here. There does get to be a point in this movie where it's not quite as much just about the tall grass anymore. I think we're kind of hitting that point. Yeah. The tall grass is still there. It's just not as antagonistic. They decide they're going to switch it with the possessed Patty Ross, whatever. Patty W is the real antagonist now. Or protagonist. Again, he does kill Cal and kind of gets us out of that really weird situation that was developing. But then he goes after Becky who at this point is looking significantly more pregnant than she had yeah. when she first entered the grass. He attacks Becky. Becky drops her car keys, which I know there are bigger problems at the moment, but down the line... That's going to that, be a problem. That's going to be that's gonna be an issue. You're going to have to call the car place. They're going to have to print you a new set of keys. They're going to have to send it to you wherever she's located. On that road. In the tall grass. Yeah. So that's maybe a tough one. Maybe they'll get like a little drone and drop off the package. And then she can follow the alarm sounds of her car to get out of the grass, Jeff. I bet that's exactly what happens. Isn't it? I'm pretty sure. I guess we'll see. But I'm pretty sure that's... <laughs> this movie's going to be over in like 10 minutes, I think. But unfortunately, no. So Becky fights off Patty W. She stabs him in the eye, which is, I mean, that's got to hurt. Yeah. Got to slow him down a little bit. Yeah. And so, this is where it gets a little weird. <laughs> As opposed to earlier in the movie where it also took turns that made it more weird, it continues to do that. So... After stabbing Patty W in the eye, a bunch of, like, grass men start appearing out of the grass and kind of pick up our hero Becky and just start bringing her to a rock, like the giant rock. The rock. 
the rock, not Dwayne, just a normal, not normal, rock. Yeah, she's like, please let me go. Um, she's like yelling a lot, which I get because you're scared, but also like, you know, like who's who's <laughs> who's going to hear that? Maybe Travis, maybe Freddy the dog. Yeah, Travis isn't actually dead. I think they kind of cut to him and he wakes up, which I guess then you realize like, well, he did only fall from the second story. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But do you know what would be really bad for to happen to Becky right now? What? You know, maybe if she started giving birth. That's not going to happen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. She was, what, like three months pregnant? I think it was six. But typically it's nine months before you give birth. Typically? Yeah. Well, there's no way that's going to happen. Yeah. So she starts giving birth. Uh Uh-oh. That's... Who could have seen that coming? (laughs) Who could have seen that coming? Well, I bet it'll be fine, though, right? I'm sure it'll be good. Long story short, she gets a baby. We do see on the rock there are some drawings about child sacrifice, which, I mean, that can't be good. I have no comment at this part. (laughs) Becky passes out, understandably. She wakes up, and Cal's there. Which Our is guy again the well at this point the main antagonist of the this, movie the brother slash but he's like it's cool we got the baby everything's fine he starts feeding her something <laughs> that who's to say what it is she's like kind of half in half out then so. We're just, I mean, we're just going to have to be matter of fact about this. So she's like half passed out. He's feeding her something. She's not sure what it is. Then Cal turns into Patty W. And it turns out that. Oh my God, he's this feeding, is awful. He, it turns out that he's feeding her her baby. And I mean, John, I don't know about you. I did not think that this scene was funny at all. I didn't because but, I thought like, again you can disagree if you want. I personally did not think it was Jeff. Bad. I disagree on this podcast with you about almost everything. This is something I agree with you on. Yeah, I was sure it was grass at the beginning, like some kind of really weird grass. But he it did say grass. it was grass. So, well. We're just gonna we're just gonna have to move on. That's what happened. Again, we watch these movies, so you don't have to. Just putting it out there, that's what happened. That's a thing they keep saying in this movie. They're like everything's grass. Doesn't make a lot of sense. We're just gonna we're just gonna have to move on. Again, that scene wasn't funny at all. Yeah. But don't worry, Tobin and Travis show up. Yeah. Yeah, so Tobin um finds travis and they go they show up and ross straight up continues attacking travis yeah tobin's like this is gonna keep happening travis or 
Patty W keeps just killing everybody. Travis is like, well, I guess I gotta go fight him. And he does. And he wins. Um, kind of? I mean, it. I guess it depends. It depends on your idea of winning. Because Patty <laughs> W, he gets Travis pretty badly. He does kind of mortally wound him. And then he goes for Tobin. And at this point, Becky is kind of passed out on the ground. But she musters the last of her strength and gets up. And as... So, Patty W is, like, trying to get Tobin to touch the rock because that's his whole thing is he wants people to touch the rock. So, he's, like, grabbing Tobin. He's trying to get him to touch the rock. (laughs) And Becky gets up. And Becky stabs Patty W's (laughs) other eye after she stabbed one earlier. And, I mean, that was hilarious. I think we could agree the uh, the comedic value of him getting both his eyes separately stabbed out. I mean, that is a classic bit of comedy right there. That's that is I mean, Becky like is dead now. She like that's like her dying act, I guess, but I mean, worth it. I think we can agree. I don't know about that. I'd rather survive than have the humor of stabbing someone in both eyes on different occasions. It's pretty funny, though. <laughs> yeah. But that's all that was needed for Travis. He gets up again because this whole scene is people, like, Dying. being inflicted with mortal wounds, but then using their last, <laughs> the last of their strength to do something. So Travis chokes out Patty W. And like kills him essentially and then travis at this point is like i'll touch the rock now (laughs) because the input i mean the implications are generally don't do that it's really hard to tell for i mean this movie was called in the tall grass but it seems like the rock is the main antagonist at this point again not dwayne the rock johnson like literally a rock i feel like people <laughs> wouldn't see this movie if it was touch the rock i feel, I feel like people wouldn't see this movie if no. they listen to this podcast i agree and i don't think people should listen to this movie um if you're gonna trust me on anything trust me on this people anyway well, we'll see at the end if we liked this movie or not. Okay. Yeah, because it's, if it's not clear already. <laughs> anyway, Travis decides now is the time for me to touch the rock. After, you know, that whole fight with Patty W where he was trying to get everybody to touch the rock. And everybody, like, died rather than touch the rock. He's like, I guess I'll do that. And he touches it. And then there's, like, grass all over the place and he sees weird stuff but now that he touched the rock so essentially now that he touched the rock he knows the way out but he can't get out essentially yeah but do you know who can get out tobin tobin i think i'm not positive kind of but there was a version of tobin in this movie that touched the rock but this is a different version question mark the moral of the stove in the story is Tobin somehow gets out of the grass and he appears 
Where? In the church? Yeah, he appears in the church. So he leaves the church, and he sees Becky and Cal from the beginning of the movie looking into the grass about to enter. Which, I mean, I don't know. If I'm Tobin, maybe we let Cal get into the grass. Maybe maybe Uh, we stop Becky, but maybe, maybe we let Cal go in and then we'd be like hey don't go in there yeah because there's that three second like the very small amount of time there was a window honestly though because unfortunately travis is stuck in the grass and he does die so who knows what happens yeah he doesn't die in vain though because he did send secret agent tobin to stop cal and becky he gives Tobin like a necklace that he had that Becky gave him or it was he gave it to Becky or whatever some I don't know. He Tobin gives the necklace to Becky. That's how she knows that some something weird is going on and Becky decides to all, not only not go in the tall grass, she does decide to keep the baby and go back home to wherever she was. And great job, Travis. I think Travis just really killed it during this movie. Definitely the most heroic character sacrificed himself he dies in the tall grass he was he was too good for this world i think we can agree yeah if you want to learn more about him you can look him up on uh stephenking.fandom.com slash wiki slash travis mckean and you can find out all about him and his history really? so oh his status says alive so maybe um, this isn't accurate that's that's questionable <laughs> I think I watched him die. <laughs> Maybe he's alive and stuck in the tall grass. I mean, that kind of sucks, but there wasn't much to do in there. Again, if you, at the heart of it, this movie is about people being stuck in tall grass for about an hour and a half. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. All right. A little bit of reoccurring, our reoccurring segment, random trivia. All right. So, originally, the part of, what's his name, Patrick Wilson wasn't supposed to do this, but the role of Ross Humboldt, or whatever, was supposed to be James Marsden, who decided not to do the project because he wanted to do Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, a connection. Okay, well, that raises an interesting question. Imagine doing this movie instead of Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, what would you pick? I would pick this movie, or Sonic the Hedgehog. You would pick Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes! Over, you would be able to crush a woman's head with your bare hands in this movie. No. Jeff, I'm pretty Man, sure if we look one. on Netflix... There's going to be, like, how many people watch this, and it's going to be, like, four people. And it's going to be, uh, it's going to be you, me twice, because I didn't understand it the first time, and then someone else. Probably the creator. But, jeez. Dang, that's a tough one. I mean, that's, that's something for our viewers to, and by that, of course, I mean listeners, to reach out to us. You've you listened to the Sonic the Hedgehog episode probably, maybe. It's better what movie than this would one. you rather be in? Would you rather be the main 
human character in a movie about a blue hedgehog? Or would you rather be an insane person in a movie about grass who crushes his own wife's head with his bare hands? Both are tempting. But which one would you choose? Let us know. (sighs) Meanwhile, this movie is maybe a time travel movie. I have no idea. Maybe it's an alternate reality movie. There are like multiple versions of each character, as we talked about, where there are multiple like Cal's dead bodies. They find Becky's dead body, but then she's like alive. And then there are like two Tobins in this movie. There's a lot happening. So I don't think it's time travel necessarily. I feel like it's alternate realities and they're caught in like a time loop considering Cal keeps dying the same way but then if that's true if this is just a time loop then did travis sacrifice himself just to save one version of becky and cal out of like infinity versions because if that's the case that that's not as big of a deal you know yeah john you can say if you don't know i i don't know because i didn't understand what was going on in this entire film well here's the thing you recommended two films for me and i thought they both looked good if i knew like what i knew now back then i would have chosen the other film i don't even remember what the other film was it was like my headspace was focused on trying to figure out whether this was a time travel movie i don't well it has to be it's just the time travel doesn't make sense because there is like travis is calling out for help in the tall grass when like tobin and his family show up but tobin's the one calling out for becky and cal but then (laughs) travis goes into the tall grass to find becky and cal a lot of moving parts in this movie i mean yeah read the book don't watch this not that I read the book. I haven't read the book, but I guarantee the book is better than this. I mean, that does bring us to our main question. Was this a good movie? Do you want me to answer this? Uh, I think the people want you to answer this. All right. I can honestly say this is one of the this is one of the worst movies I've seen. Like uncomforting not happy sad i thought the idea was very good like the idea was just people wandering through tall grass yeah i thought that was clever imagine like being stuck in a large thing of grass that's kind of creepy i'd be worried i guess if i was dumb (laughs) all right (laughs) i don't know how to respond to that no but i think that would be clever but here's the thing once you start adding brother-sister relationships, a woman who has to eat her baby, and a guy crushing his wife's head. Like, it just kind of... Maybe one of those. Not all three at the same time. Like, Travis was great, but there wasn't a lot of other redeeming qualities in this film. Fair enough. what, What did you think, Jeff? See, originally when I originally when I watched this movie, I thought that I liked this movie, but then anytime I was talking about it, I kept just talking about the bad things <laughs> about this movie. 
And then I was like, I feel like I liked this movie, but maybe it wasn't a very good movie. I feel like, what, the IMDb is like a 5.4 or something? Yeah. It's not, I, it's too high. That's the moral I, of the story. I think, <laughs> I think it's got to land around like a 5 out of 10. It's, I don't think there's, like, it shouldn't, it's 5.4 and it shouldn't be 5.4. It's like the, <laughs> the premise is a bunch of people getting lost in tall grass, which is not that interesting. And they did try to make it more interesting, but anytime they tried to make it more interesting, it was just confusing because we don't know if there, this was a time travel movie or an alternate reality movie. And then also it got weird with the whole brother-sister love thing and also the woman eating her baby thing. So... It definitely tried to branch out from being a movie about people walking through tall grass, but there were probably better ways to do that. All right, I'm exploring IMDb down right now, and I'm kind of frustrated because out of all of... So around 52,000 IMDb users have submitted their votes between 1 and 10. And... 1,000 of those viewers gave it a 10-star rating. And it makes me angry that there are 1,000 stupid people walking out there thinking this was a good movie. It scares me. Lost in tall grass for several days. Yeah, but it's just... It's scary to know that there are people out there who thinks this is a good movie. Man, I don't know if I can add my voice to their ranks. I think I gotta give it like a five out of ten directly. I give it a one out of ten. I don't. This... And I think that's that's really that's really. This was an okay movie. No. I think was... that's all I can say because there are so many like aggressively good and bad parts of this movie. But it just boils down to just being very medium. No. No. To the our viewers who listen to this podcast, you might be thinking, man, should I watch this movie? No. Don't. Please. Nah, you should watch this movie. No, you shouldn't. You should definitely watch this movie. You shouldn't. And you should let us know whether you would rather star in this movie... <laughs> as the main antagonist or protagonist depending on your point of view and or if you would rather star in the sonic the hedgehog movie we need to know this information you the viewer need to let us know yeah so if i know if i can trust you or not (sighs) i think that's all we have for you tonight yeah we look forward to hearing your responses and we'll catch you next time do you have any final thoughts Enjoy your Halloween, people. Yeah, just in time for the holiday. Catch you next time on Is It Good with Jeff and John. Jeff and John K just did a podcast today. I hope you had lots of fun, because now our podcast is done. <laughs>